0: You are now listening to Bigfoot and Beyond, featuring the OG Bad Boys of Bigfoot, the Dr. Heckle and Mr. Jive of Squatchology, the Chip and Dale of Bigfoot, and I'm not talking about the cartoon. Please welcome your hosts, the Bigfoot celebrity couple, Biff Klobo, better known as Cliff Berrickman and James Bobo Fay. Hey, Cliff. Hey, Bobes. How you doing, man? Good, man. How's it going with you? It's going okay. It's going okay. Just, you know, working on the museum and, you know, living life basically. Had kind of a slow start today, but, yeah, things are rolling. Right on.
1: Well, I got a, a person for us to speak to today, a Navajo woman from down in the four corners.
0: Oh, I and, love that area.
1: Oh, me too. Well, I had a very interesting talk with her when I met her. And I thought she might be good for the show because we're not just a strictly Bigfoot show. We're Bigfoot and beyond. And
0: this is beyond?
1: Uh, it's beyond. All right, well, let's see what she has to say. Bring her in. Okay. All right, I'll ring her up. Hello. Hey, this is Bobo.
2: Hi, Bobo. How are you?
1: Good. Um, we're recording you. We got Cliff on the line with me. Hi there. How you doing? Okay.
2: I'm good, thank you. How are you?
1: I'm doing all right, thank you. Yeah, I was telling Cliff a little bit about you, that you're a Navajo tribal member, and you grew up down there in the Four Corners region, and that you know a thing or two about that area and the strange goings-on okay. down there.
0: Yes, too many strange things. Too many. Well, you know what? I, I know that you and Bobo had a chance to speak before, but I don't know very much about what's been going on. So maybe you can fill me in. Uh, maybe just think about what are what are some of the first things that you noticed or you saw, and tell me about what's been going on in between them and now.
2: Well, I, it's it's been. I think it's been a long time going. Uh, it's just become more and more constant lately. A lot of harassment. Most of the time, it happens at night. A lot of uh, people getting sick. You know, they, they they tend to do things to where people will get sick a little bit at a time. It just depends on the situation, what the reason is for. I, it, it's so widespread.
0: Hmm. And this is skinwalkers you're talking about. Yes. Oh, skinwalkers. Have people been seeing them, or have people? kind of guess that they're there based on other things like the effects of those things being around
2: a lot of times they don't see them but there are some people who have seen them i've had incidents to where they were on top of my roof one time we were driving to shiprock new mexico for the navajo shiprock fair And my sister and I were driving at 4, about 3.30 or 4 in the morning, and there was a person or something sitting on the side of the road on one of those rails completely covered in white. I don't know if it was something like ashes or white paint or something. We never figured out what it was. We didn't even try to look harder. We just kept driving and drove by fast, you know?
0: Sure, yeah.
2: (laughs) We just noticed there was a white figure, and it looked human, but we don't really know if it was. The way it was sitting was it was human-like.
1: Could it have been white hair covering the body?
2: No, it wasn't hair. It was it was white paint or white ashes or white something. I don't think it had hair.
1: Is there a cultural significance to the Navajo or Hopi down there about covering yourself in white? Cause I've seen like old photos of that.
2: Unless it's a ceremonial, a ritual, or a ceremony, or something like that, yes, um, yes, but not in the middle of the night like that by somebody by itself with someone by itself doing it, not like that, no. Most of the time, <clears throat> it would be something like a skinwalker, something like that. Like if it couldn't escape quick enough, it'll just put itself in a position to where it'll try to act like it's unnoticeable.
1: I know that skinwalkers can travel like as coyotes, wolves, bears, ravens, owls. And then some people tell me that they also will take the form of a Sasquatch. Have you heard anything about that?
2: No, I've not heard of that. But I do know my mom had a story a long time ago when she was young. My mom passed away several years ago. But um, she said that um, she was walking back with, uh, I can't remember who she said, whether it was her kids or a sister or somebody. They were walking back at night and there was something walking on the other side of the road towards them so she got scared and she just they just got stiff where they were and didn't move or whatever until that thing passed by the thing that passed by was wearing some kind of fur like a um i don't know if it was a bear hide or something like that until it passed they they started moving again
0: now, I, I've done some Bigfoot stuff down in the Farmington area. Uh, I, I've heard stories of the skinwalkers. We even went to Skinwalker Canyon, if I remember right. And I, I've heard that they're, uh, you know, I've just heard bits and pieces. And and for uh, just to help me solidify what I'm talking about a little bit, and perhaps viewers who know even less than I do, um, is there a consensus of what skinwalkers actually are? I've uh, I've heard everything from some like something like a lycanthrope, like a shape shifting thing, like Bobo was just mentioning, or uh, perhaps like a, just a bad person who's like done some kind of dark magic, essentially, and um, given themselves some weird powers. Or are, are they people? Or what? What can you tell me about that?
2: Skinwalkers most of the time are humans. They're people who do evil, who want to hurt people, or jealous of things. So they use supposedly evil powers. I don't know how they get their powers. Whatever the way they w- they learn, they learn things the dark way. I don't know about shape-shifting. I've never seen one do a shape-shifting, but then again, they don't do it in front of me either, so I don't know that 100%. But I do know that they most of the time they do a lot of everything around the night, you know, when, when they can't be seen. A lot of times it's either jealousy or... Somebody hired them to do something against somebody they want to hurt, or whatever their cause is, whatever their reasons are. Kind of like a, like a hitman kind of job, you know? They are humans that do witchcraft.
0: So uh, these people, these humans, these uh, skinwalkers, could you, like, have a job and there's somebody there who is one but you just don't know it? Or are they, like, recluses in the community that, like, live on the outside and don't really participate in society?
2: They could be the person sitting next to you, you know, and you don't know. But – if there is somebody that is sitting next to you and they didn't like you, they could use anything off of you, whether it's a blouse, they could tear a piece of your shirt off or your hair or your nails or whatever it is. Um, a lot of Navajo people, they'd want to tell they tell you not to leave your drinks open, like leave your cups open. Like if you're going to leave your cup, you know, cover it with a paper towel or something so people don't spit in it or put anything in there or take a piece of, you know, take a uh, whatever amount of it out of it or whatever you know don't leave your hair laying around because they can use your hair against you certain things like that whatever it is they can use they can use against you
1: wow that's interesting because the same thing with voodoo out of the caribbean they use uh, anything from your hair fingernail saliva same thing
0: how often, or does it ever happen that somebody in the in the community is identified as being one of these things? Like, are they like chased out of town with torches or something? I mean, what happens to people like that?
2: <laughs> A lot of people are very scared to approach them because there's always retaliation. They're always afraid of retaliation. They do say now the story. The story that I remember hearing is that if you ever recognize one and you know and identify. Whoever it is, like in the middle, in 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 the act, it can backfire on them and they'll end up dying themselves. But mm-hmm. um, I don't know if that's still the case or if they found new ways for protection like that. I don't know. I mean, I think that some people like we've identified, they're still around, you know. I don't know how I don't know what the case is or how it works anymore. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I heard that if you identify them and you say their full name, it'll kill them while they're in their shape-shifting mode.
2: Yeah, that's what they say.
0: Wow, this is some really heavy, dark stuff. So, yeah, what else has been happening? You said that it's just been kind of out of control lately. Now that i am kind of wrapped my head around what a skinwalker may be uh, or something, you know, I have some model to work with. Tell me about some of the other things that have been happening in the neighborhood.
2: Another moment when I was working um, 100 miles away from home, I would get up at 4 in the morning to get ready. I had gotten up and I started I turned the kitchen light off and all of a sudden I heard like three or four big steps on the on the roof and I heard it something you know like when someone jumps off the side of the wall they use the wall to kind of slide down it made that noise and that we had two puppies and they started barking and I didn't even look outside because I was too scared to see what I see <laughs> but um I know recently in the last few months my brother had the same incident happen and, uh, my, I have two brothers living right next to each other and one of them ha- was experiencing that. So he called, uh, my other brother and asked, can you look on the roof? Cause something's up there from your house. So my brother did notice something on top of his house and he went out there. And as soon as they went out there, the guy or whatever it was ran off and ran into the bushes and they weren't able to track him.
0: Yeah. I'm a Bigfoot guy and I'm hearing, okay, so you have somebody or something on your roof and you, you saw it run off into the brush, and it was man-shaped. Could it? Could these be like small Sasquatches or something, like human-sized Bigfoots, or uh, like on your roof? Because I've heard other stories of people saying that they've been on their roof. Um, mm-hmm. and, if, and if you're not getting a good look at it, but they seem human-shaped, would you think that is possible these might be Sasquatches, or is that just out of the question because of either location, or you got a better look at it, or anything like that?
2: No, I don't think these are Bigfoot. These are um, skinwalkers.
0: Skinwalkers. Okay, okay. Yeah,
2: they're skinwalkers. Yeah, I, I just don't think they are.
0: Okay, no, fair enough, fair enough. You know better than I would. You're, you're the one living there. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. There's there. are uh, so many stories. So many people have so many stories. A lot of times they don't want to talk about them because they don't want um <clears throat> anything happening to them. Because they, they do work a lot of evil, and a lot of times if they're going to come after you, they're going to come after the people you love first before they get to you.
0: You're Navajo, is that correct? Yes. Do these exist in other tribes, like throughout North America, or is it a, um, a Southwest sort of thing? Or what, what are your thoughts on that?
2: I don't know. I, you know, I, ha- I know some people in other tribes, and they don't talk about stuff like this. So it may just be a Navajo deal.
1: They said a skinwalker can't kill you unless you believe in skinwalkers, unless they use a poison dart.
2: Yes. My mom also had another story Um, a long time ago. They they were doing a ceremony, and a patient was very, very sick, and he wasn't getting well. These people were coming to try to help. They were trying to help and so on, so they would come and try to pray and sing throughout the night, day, and so on to help this patient. So everybody left except one person and the patient and the patient was asleep or something. And the one person thought the patient was asleep. So the patient happened to spit out on the on the dirt and laid back down and was pretending to sleep. Well, actually he was asleep, but happened to just open his eye at that very moment. But, uh, that the person that was still sitting in there crawled across the floor and picked up the spit, he just spit out. And, he looked at the patient, and the patient pretended to stay asleep. So after everybody came back, he talked to the medicine man and told the medicine man what happened, and they determined that he was a skinwalker. Rather than kill him, they tortured him and drug him. On, they got on their horses and drug him around and so on and whatever, and they let him go because they wanted him to tell him that they know, whoever it is that they know about him and stuff. So my mom said they should have just killed him, because not long after all them all those people that tortured that skinwalker, they all died,
0: uh, yeah, you, you don't want a skinwalker as a neighbor. they sound like they make terrible neighbors
2: yeah
1: there's so there's just so many questions that it's hard to get real solid answers on any of this stuff, even from people that you know live it. It's their culture they It's mysterious to them on so many levels also
2: the skinwalker's main purpose, like I said, is to hurt and kill and torture people out of either being hired or jealousy or whatever their reasons are but uh, their their work is evil and there's so many stories my mom had other stories that she told me um another one was a elderly older couple they took their granddaughter in because her parent her her parents died which i guess would be one of their either their daughter or their son so they adopted the granddaughter and uh the little girl noticed that the her grandparents would leave every night and never knew where they went. So they'd come back in the morning, and she never knew what happened. So one night, she followed them. In that area, there's a big canyon there. She followed them down into that canyon area, and she stayed her distance behind. She found out that they were doing rituals and meeting up with other people, and they were doing whatever it is they do. I don't know if you call it satanic rituals or whatever it is they were doing. But they caught her, they caught her, and so they told her that um, she needed to uh, commit to them, otherwise they would kill her. So she said, okay, I'll do it, but, you know, so she wouldn't die. So the next day or day or two later, she got out of it, and then rather than commit to it, you know, she went to the police department and told them what happened, and I guess not too long after that, she died.
1: Yeah, they don't have that moment like where uh Darth Vader doesn't want to kill his son Luke Skywalker, like for the dark side, you yeah. know? Seems like the skinwalkers yeah. will have no problem. It's a, uh, it's the skinwalker dark magic takes precedent over the family, it sounds like almost every time, which is strange.
2: Yeah. yeah. So there are some stories too that they have caught some and actually one of them was put in jail and they, you know, they were talking, the police department were talking about him, but before they could get the right people to go over there to investigate the situation, the person that actually was caught and was put in jail hung himself.
1: When I called Cliff, we, we tried to do these interviews in the evening because that's when most people are available, and I said we have to do this interview with her because we have to get it done before it's dark because she won't not speak mm-hmm. about it when it's dark.
2: Yeah, it, it, they say that the, the more you talk about it at night, the more you're inviting them over. And um, my family is, has been a big target for them for a very long time. We've been dealing with them for a long time.
0: Now, have they been constantly bothering your family for just this generation? Or has it been, you know, your grandparents and their grandparents before, like that has it been going on through the mm-hmm. generations or is it just harassment like right now in this? this? I you know,
2: think it's been going on through the generations, but it's been more, more intense in our, in our generation more. Like my um, my mother's kids, it's been more intense with with us. Like I I don't hear my aunt and her kids talk about them much. Whether or not I don't know if they're just they don't talk about it or what, but they don't mention a lot of it. I know it's been going on for a while, off and on in the past. um, My mother's generation and so on, but I think this has been the most intense.
1: When we were filming an episode of Finding Bigfoot down the Four Corners where we were staying at this hotel. We had a couple of Navajo women that worked there. And the one lady started telling me about this uh, skinwalker that was in the sh- uh, form of a young Bigfoot, like just about six foot tall, 200 pounds. Her children were in a church choir. And after uh, choir practice, one of the kids lived 18 miles down a dirt road, way out in some Hogan. And they were driving the kid down there in a, a extended cab Ford Ranger, they were driving down this dirt road, full moon night, and the kid sees uh, a Bigfoot-looking thing on the side of the road. It just lowers its head and runs full speed. He said he's going about 30 miles an hour, and he just put his head down and ran into the side of the truck, hit the driver's side quarter, front quarter panel right where it about meets the door, hit the truck. The truck rolled two and a half times on its side off the road. The young Bigfoot, they said it was. they somehow knew it was a skinwalker, was unconscious it knocked itself out running its head into the side of the truck and they were able to get mm-hmm. the jack out and write the truck up before the thing woke back up and they you know drove the kid home and then the family came back out with him you know like, all armed and flashlights and whatever yeah. they needed proper medicine and whatever else and, you know in a big group and the thing was oh. gone but i mean i saw the truck where it had rolled over where the big dent was and they're just like yeah like it was no big like they thought it was gnarly, but it, was, it wasn't it was some crazy out-of-this-world thing. It was like, yeah, that, that's what happens around here. This is four corners.
0: Did they report that to their insurance by any chance? Like, yes. How do,
1: you, how, how do you claim that? Dude, I would love to see that report. <laughs> <laughs>
2: just, um, just this week, uh, as a matter of fact, this week, earlier, I think earlier this week or over the weekend, <clears throat> my uh, brother-in-law, he takes a walk every morning. And it's been snowing out there a lot. So one morning he took a walk and he found bear footprint. Not an animal bear, but no shoe <laughs> footprints. Oh. And, uh, yeah, in the snow. And they were wide apart. And he took a video of it and he goes, why would somebody be walking in the snow without shoes in the middle of the night like this, you know? So he took videos of the, somebody walking in the snow without without shoes. So the next day he went back and those footprints were gone.
0: Were they covered with more snow that came down, or something, or does somebody no, erase? No, no. D- just disappeared. It must have
2: been erased. Just some yeah, it just disappeared.
0: Oh my gosh, I'd love to see those. I'm kind of a footprint guy.
2: The video he sent me the video, but it was to me it was kind of fuzzy. But and I guess I'm sure on his camera it's a lot clearer. <laughs> mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
2: But it it did you know some certain certain parts of his uh, video it did show that it was. Uh, footprints. And they're human footprints. They're not, you know, bigfoot or anything you can tell.
0: Interesting. So your family in a way, like you, you've had to deal with this. I mean, it's kind of a curse. I don't know what to call it, you know, but this plague, this, um, this harassment by skinwalkers. um, What's the end game on that one? Is it, do you guys just buckle down and say, well, this is what we have to tolerate for a while? or, Or, or do you take steps to, uh, avert their gaze, you know, get their attention somewhere else? Or, I mean, what, what can you do about that?
2: <laughs> I, I, if I had an answer for that, we'd be free from it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I, I don't guess know. So. I
2: mean, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's some days are good and some days are not, you know, you just don't know. Some days when, when I know when I lived out there, I was constantly getting harassed. I mean, and then the other thing about it that I guess I should mention is they use other animals to come after you, you know, like it, they don't go into your house by themselves to pick up something. They'll talk to animals and have animals pick up things for you, for them, whether it be a lizard, a snake or something like that, you know? So oh. in our culture, in our culture, snakes are never to enter your home. Lizards are never to enter your home. But if you find something in, uh, something like that inside your home, there's something going on. So um, we've had, when I lived out there, we found a rattlesnake in our garage. And my brother at the time, he would try to chase it away. My brother passed away several years ago, and he would try to chase it away without having to kill it, you know, because the story is you don't want to always harm an animal and try to do your best to talk it away or tell it to go away and so on. A lot of times they'll listen to you, but this one kept coming back. But we've had more than one snake we've caught.
0: Are they all yeah. rattlesnakes, or so, the other kinds of snakes?
2: It could be other snakes, could be bull snakes, or whatever snake they they want to use. It could be any kind of snake.
0: Thank you for tolerating all of my questions. I do come from a place oh, of, of, of of great naivete, you know, of great ignorance <laughs> here. You know, yeah, I appreciate that. I really do, because I'm I'm interested. You know, these are some yeah. of the things that, uh, like like those dogman things or whatever. This this is the kind of stuff that, like, I know enough people that hey man, there's something going on. But God, I wish this wasn't real. What what would you recommend to somebody who's being harassed by a skinwalker, like a, another Native folk, another Native person out there listening? Um, like, what would you recommend they do to deal with this?
2: Don't be afraid of them. Don't be afraid of them to just uh, have strong faith, whether it's through our culture, through church, through something. Have your strong faith and don't try to believe what they do, whatever it is they do to you. Try not to believe it'll come true. Don't give it power because the more you consent to their, show your weakness to their power, the stronger they become.
0: I'm thankful I'm not dealing with them and I, I hope that you don't have to deal with them for very long. <laughs> I hope so. It's, I, I agree with Cliff. It sounds like you're handling it great under the
1: circumstances. I mean, gosh, that's, most people can't imagine. I mean, I've been down there enough and I've actually had a little brush with it myself so I can relate to some level, but I mean, just to try to imagine the depth of being sunk into that world, that deep, where these things are messing with you that much. Just, it's got to be draining.
2: Uh, yeah, yes, it is. It, it really is. It takes a toll on a person. I mean, I know my family still. They go through a lot of stress levels because of it. You know, sometimes you don't even know it's because of it. Things just start happening, you're wondering why is all this happening, and you. You, you finally see somebody and then they tell you that's, Oh, okay. That's what's going on. You know, but it, it is stressful. It It is draining. It's tiring. And you start wondering like, what do they want that I have? You know, <laughs> just tell me right. what you want. I'll give it to you.
0: <laughs> right. Right. I know I'm going to have more questions later on, but I can't think of any more right now. Yeah. You know, it's kind of one of those things that like, it seems that I should know a lot more and be more concerned about it, but ignorance is bliss and, and, there's a part of me that doesn't want to ask anything else because this is kind of scary. That is true. That is so true. Ignor- yeah. Ignorance is bliss. Ignorance but- is bliss, and I'm the happiest person I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and thank all you so right. much for uh, just just informing and educating us um, on what's going on and what these things are all about. And um, and gosh, good luck with it. Uh, sincerely, right. good luck with this. It sounds like it's a it's a bum out.
2: Yeah. Thank you.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for joining us. And I know it's getting dark down there where you're at this time, so we better let you get going. <laughs> yes.
2: Yeah.
1: All right. Okay, so after we post this episode, we'll look in the comment section. We're going to do Bobo's Fab Five follow-up. So I'll pick the five best questions and call you up for a quick follow-up, and we'll see if we can get some unanswered questions answered.
2: Okay.
0: Thank you so much. We really, really appreciate thank it. You. Yeah, thank you. All right,
2: sounds Bye-bye. Good.
0: Bye. That was interesting. I see. I th- you know what? I thought we were coming in for a Bigfoot talk, and suddenly we're talking about skinwalkers and curses and and you know uh, spiritual darts and crazy stuff. I mean, just just like wow. <laughs> Sorry to spring that on you last minute. I didn't want to <laughs> I didn't want to spook you and have you not show up. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I've um, I've got I've gotten a lot used a lot more used to horror movies in general and scary things. Uh, being married to Melissa, but uh, the Skinwalker stuff, it's one of those things that I I think, God, I know too many stories to totally write it all off, but I really hope it's not real. Oh, it's real. Yeah, I think it is. I think it is. I just wish it wasn't.
1: Yeah, that's kind of a, um, there's all these weird anomalous settings of mythical creatures and extinct creatures and giant known creatures down there in the four corners. But I think we had just a bit of a unicorn setting right there because I think she's the very first Navajo person I've ever spoken to that didn't have a Bigfoot story.
0: Yeah, it's kind of big, especially from that area. Well, that's a, a a weird area of the country, you know, um, and and I mean that in, in the best way possible. Like, let let me explain. Uh, like, you go there and you say, "Oh, this is desert," but yet you find out, you know, that that there's Sasquatches there down in the riverbeds and stuff. So like, well, they're not desert animals. They're they they live in the woods and thick brush. That's there too. And there's a sense of spirituality there, and there's skinwalkers walking around there. And then you're hearing all these other things like centaurs and stuff like that. Like, what in the world are you supposed to do with that? It's a weird area. It's a weird, Uh, weird area.
1: Yeah, I know that stuff's real, and like there's all kinds of stuff we can't explain. But that's what I appreciate about you, Cliff, is because I get, you know, spun off in all these side little weird things that I'm never really going to know the answers to. Whereas you deal with facts, science based, observable, repeatable, measurable. Um, that's, we can always hold on to that part. I mean, might not give us all the answers,
0: but it's something concrete we can really explore. Yeah. I I try to stay rooted in that stuff, but having, you know, and that's, that's where the Bigfoot stuff comes from because you can, you know, do science with Bigfoot. I'm not sure what kind of science can be done with, you know, curses or unicorns or anything like that. And I'm not saying it's not real. I'm just saying that you kind of have to, uh, Use a different set of tools. Yeah, what I've been diving into lately, I'm always, you know, interested.
1: Bigfoot's my number one. You know, I got a little side fling with Dogman lately. Like, is the Dogman just shapeshifters, like humans in a skinwalker form, or is it something else? I mean, I don't expect to get to the bottom of it, but it's interesting to delve into.
0: Yeah, yeah, and you know, um, that's one of the things about I think uh, Bigfoot and Beyond here is that. You know, some of it we might be able to offer some answers for if we have experiences or something like that, particularly in the Bigfoot realm. But there's so many other wonderful, weird things out there that are at least worth the discussion, um, whether they end up being real biological things or strange paranormal things or, you know, some religious demon, whatever, angel thing. I mean, God knows there's a lot of options and a lot of different beliefs out there. So it's kind of fun to go explore it, explore at least some of them, because you and I eventually ended up down this Bigfoot path. Um, But I I know, speaking for myself, I was interested in all sorts of weird stuff when I was young. And it turns out that they all kind of fell away and Bigfoot was what was left because I felt I could do something about it because I felt that that's where you can apply the the techniques, I guess, of science and maybe get somewhere. Um, That doesn't mean I don't have an interest in all these other things. I'm just thinking, you know, Bigfoot is uh, something you can apply the rules of evidence towards. Oh, I agree. I agree. All right. Well, thank you, Bobo, for lining up that witness and another great conversation, um, and just introducing more weird things to my life, man. I really appreciate it. This one of your major roles uh, in my existence. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Glad I could help. And thank you, Cliff, and thank you for all the listeners out there. Yeah. Until next time, keep it squatchy.
0: Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Bigfoot and Beyond. If you liked what you heard, please rate and review us on iTunes. Subscribe to Bigfoot and Beyond wherever you get your podcasts, and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Bigfoot and Beyond Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Bigfoot and Beyond, that's an N in the middle, and tweet us your thoughts and questions with the hashtag Bigfoot and Beyond.